This episode, troubleshooting, water infiltration, and drainage. In this episode, the Handyman Pros start a series on troubleshooting problems. This show will be specializing in water infiltration and drainage. Welcome to the Handyman Pros radio show, home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition is entitled, Troubleshooting, Water Infiltration and Drainage. To help me explain, I'm here with my ever-cheerful co-host, old buddy John. John, stories from this week, what's been happening in your world? What's been happening in my world, Larry? What has been happening? Well... You know, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, we've got uh, this troubleshooting <clears throat> uh, water infiltration and drainage show here that we want to we want to discuss here today. And uh, it's kind of funny that uh, I just uh, had done n- not not drainage, but I did a little troubleshooting myself on some plumbing, and I did um, a low pressure. It was low pressure on a faucet. And we're probably going to talk about some of these, some of these things later. But um, you know, I was over at a at a house, and there's no hardly any pressure coming out of the faucet. And I just started to troubleshoot this thing, and it turned out it was a specific brand of uh, kitchen faucet, and it has like like three buttons on it on the on the on the faucet head itself, and one of the buttons is designed to shut the water off. And so, you know, for whatever reason, and these things are notoriously getting stuck all the time on these models. So, um, I went around and, you know, it's a, it's kind of one of those things where you try to figure out, man, wait a minute, what's going on here? Is it the water pressure itself? You know, and, uh, cause it doesn't give itself up easily, you right. know, in this right. one. So, uh, you know. Anyways, uh, long story short, got that one, and I, I, you know, went back from uh, from the problem and, and worked my way backwards, you know, to, to troubleshoot this thing, and I found out that that was that was it, and I and I fixed the, you know, I took the head apart of this thing, the the faucet head itself, and and fixed it. So, um, you know, it was driving the people nuts, and it was another <laughs> one of those things where it had been like this for a ages. long time, yeah, right. right. So, I'm like, wow, you know. Whew. So it does. It brings up an interesting point. So we we talk, We introduced this show in our intro as a as a series in troubleshooting. Now we just wanted to qualify, folks. We're not going to do a weekly series on this. This is going to be a series where every so often we're going to come in with a troubleshooting um, uh, a program based on something that we've experienced during the week. And so in the future, we're doing this particular show is going to be about drainage, and that's because I actually this week did a big, large drainage project for a customer of mine, and it it it's come up in several different places around Facebook and things like that where I've been looking out and people are having problems figuring out just about drainage and about what we call root cause. And so we decided that in the, particularly in the future, there'll be future shows, and we we talked about it before the show John and I did, and we talked about doing. You know, we're, we'll we'll eventually do a troubleshooting show on light electrical. You know, like like your switch mm-hmm. isn't working or something isn't working, and and where do you go? You know, before you call the electrician. Um, same thing with plumbing. But again, folks, just so you understand, this isn't going to be every single week. It's just an idea because what we've come to learn is that people that sometimes people have a tough time. Um, 
in the actual uh, determination of what the root cause is or how to actually troubleshoot and find out what the actual problem is. Right, John? Is that kind of right. what we had, we had right. And, and a lot of times, and a lot of times, um, you know, I just, we just want to offer some help on, on exactly what you said, Larry is where, where do you really start? Right. Um, and, that, and that's a, a lot of folks out there, um, you know, that, I, that I've uh, done some, done some work for Larry and you've done some work for, and you know, <clears throat> some, sometimes they just, really don't have a uh, a clue of where to where to start when something happens and you know hopefully that that when we talk about uh, troubleshooting these different areas that you know you you'll get you'll get the sense of you know um you know, where to start uh how to proceed maybe kind of the the uh, the management of all that you know in your mind of you know how to how to work through these kind of problems? Yeah, and how so, to really look up <clears throat> upstream. Yeah, in the and chain, maybe a, yeah, know? a couple of couple of a couple of tools that you might want you might want to get at some point, or you might already have, and how to use them in in, in troubleshooting some right. of these things. But it's really important to know how to do it, because if you don't, you're kind of at the um, at the mercy of uh, you know of of calling of calling a lot of people out uh, to to help fix that, and it's going to cost you a lot of money to do that. Um, when maybe it's just something very uh, simple, simple that you yeah. can you can accomplish yourself. Yep, yep. And and so that's I, I do want and just one more quick thing, just problems. So you see a symptom, right? Like if you're a doctor, you see a symptom, and you know I I don't my stomach hurts. Well, do you ever you know how do you know is it just in your stomach or is it somewhere else? Like the example that I'm going to give. So we're going to do this example. This is about troubleshooting about drainage, right? So I did this this job on drainage, and I got a call from one of my customers, and it was um it was he and his neighbor, and they had a they had multiple water issues in their homes both of them had they both both homes were on crawl spaces and they both had water infiltration in their crawl spaces number one so they had water coming into their crawl spaces and not a small amount like a lot of water of course we have had torrential rains here in the greater Atlanta area in the not too distant past so they were you know they were seeing real results out of this but it sparked another problem and then the one my customer my my one customer's um yard actually had a drainage pipe that came under the fence of his neighbor's yard and dumped all the water into his neighbor's yard. Now, this was just on the surface. So you had a four-inch pipe that came in and dumped basically what was a small waterfall into his neighbor's yard, and which is, A, folks, is probably not the most neighborly thing that you can do in the world, but this predated him owning the house. So this he, he inherited this problem, we want to say. So I started out with that house, and I got in, and I, and I looked, and I got up under the house. And again, when, when we talk about infiltration of water, water does what, John? What does water do? If water has a place to flow, where does it flow? Yeah, it's going to go from uh, usually a, a high source to a low source. It's going to find its, it's, going to find its way um, to, the wherever, to the low point, wherever yep. it can go. And, buddy... Have fun stopping it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And so when you have an infiltration problem in a in a basement or in a in a in a crawl space or a basement or any or even in your yard so to to fulfill this story more the neighbor whose yard was actually having the water poured into from from the one side also had a low spot out in the center of his yard where he would after every rainstorm have a small lake. Mm-hmm. And of course the grass it grew there but it didn't grow well. 
Um, the dog, he had a dog, and this was in the in his backyard. He has a dog, and the dog, of course, would run out there when there's puddles out there and come back into the house. What? Ugh. Of course, covered in mud and wet. And so all of these kind of problems were manifesting themselves because of a lack of drainage. It was a drainage issue, really, is what it was, but it also was an infiltration image. And then the customer who had the yard full of water, he too was getting water into his um, basement of his house as well. So we did this as a combined job because it ended up being a combined job more or less we had to remediate water from the one person's yard going into the other person's yard and then we also had to fix the drainage issues that both customers had in the yards and fortunately or unfortunately i guess if you look at it depending on how you look at it the the way the grade was and, and again when you go to look at a at a at a drainage problem you have to look at the grade of the property so the grade for the whole both of these houses were on a hill and they basically the one house was in a swale so all the water flowed into the bottom right hand corner of this of the mm-hmm. up, uphill side of the house and came in and that's where it came under that fence which was really poor grading at many this houses were built in the 50s so it was many many years ago they didn't really grade the property the property properly in my opinion we could have gone in there and regraded the property. That would have been so many thousands of dollars. It was way out of control. So we did not do that. But again, these houses were built in the 50s. So I got up into the front and I, I started uphill. You always start uphill, right? So you start on the high side. Do you agree with that, John? Mm-hmm. And, and you and you mm-hmm. think like water, right? Mm-hmm. This is how I do mm-hmm. it. I think like water. I look mm-hmm. at the grade and I go, where am I going to go if I'm water? So I'm looking at where all the little nuances and and you will see where the water will flow naturally. And if you happen to go to the property when it's rain, <clears throat> when it actually rains, you'll actually see where the water flows, right? So you'll actually see it in real life. Um, but you think like water. And then you just follow that trail, and you can actually follow where that water will go if you just look at it with a critical eye, right? So you look at it with a critical eye. Mm-hmm. So in the uphill house, the first thing I said, I, I, I noticed was that he his house, the dirt on the edge of his house had actually sunken in close to the house. So within a one foot, within a foot of his foundation, he actually, the grade of that dirt actually moved towards his crawl space. So it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was, at that point, it was graded backwards. Now, probably what happened is when the house was built and they dug the footers for the for the um, foundation. Again, this was in the 50s, so this is what some 60 years ago or something like that. What 67 years ago? Anyway, whatever math is, you know, quick math is not my <clears throat> strength. But what probably happened is they dug it out and then they backfilled it. And of course, over the years, what's happened, John? The dirt has yeah settled yeah. Right? They have- yeah, right. Exactly. And I was going to say is that, you know, you have these kind of situations and you're the, the landscape, you know, around around the house is, is, is going to be constantly changing. Right. And it's incredible. Um, it's like anything. Let's put it that way, that over time, you really don't notice it, you know, Correct. because it's so slow. Right. But at some point, then you know, disasters lurking, (laughs) you know, I mean, really, you know, now, you know, where the water used to be and you look way out there and then maybe, uh, you know, two years later, it's one, it's a, it's a foot closer and then it gets closer and you kind of start to get used to it. Um, you know, these puddles and and the way the water's running and you just don't really take, you know, doesn't really register a lot of times. Right. 
until something happens to really say, uh oh, I got an issue now. Um, and that really, Larry, from, you know, when you guys, and you're going to get to this, you know, you installed drainage pipe, right? Yes. And um, if drainage pipe was installed in the first place, they probably wouldn't have had this problem. But Correct. when you let it to regular, the, the ground itself take care of it, it's going to be shifting. All the time. And, and this, is what I've, this is what I found, and I deal with this around my house as well. And it catches up with me, you know, where I have to continually try to regrade around the, you know, the, the foundation of my, uh, of my house. So keep going, Larry. Yeah. So, so that was the first, the first thing we noticed. And of course this, the simplest solution, and it was extremely simple is we added dirt in on his foundation and raised yeah. the grade up from the edge of his foundation. We, we, about a, about a foot to two feet out, we, we made it into the proper grade, meaning we had it going yeah. away from the house. So that was step one. The second thing that we looked at, of course, is where does water come from on a house? Well, water comes down off the roof line, right? Now, he did have gutters all the way around his house. So the gutters all went to the downspouts, right? His particular, about half of his downspouts were dropped the water right on the edge of the house, Right. So instead of having an extension pipe, so folks to understand, there's a there's a factor here that we need to we need to, we do need to talk about. Here in Atlanta, we live largely in in the land of clay, and so the soil type does matter. Our soil here is not very porous, um, so the the water that lands on the surface tends to run off, meaning it it does not absorb into the ground. John, when you grew when you lived in Chicago, what kind of soil did you have up there? Well, it was, it was black, it was black soil and yeah, it was, long. it was pretty porous. And the, the issues, the issues there were when you, when it rained, um, I mean, even when you had graded away from the house, you know, it still penetrated down. Yep. Yep. It wasn't going to run anywhere. Right. Um, I mean, you really had a, you really had to use some, uh, uh, techniques to get it to run away. Otherwise it would just, you know, go penetrate all the all the way around the house right right yeah because that soil is very much like what we had in upstate new york which mm -hmm. was very it's called loam l-o-a-m yeah. and it's very very porous and and the water does absorb and it and it tends to go down into the into the ground um so you do need to be aware of your soil types here in atlanta that does not happen very rare there are there are some types of soil that are that are um very porous but it's it's usually isolated and it's and it's close um so in this particular case we needed to move the water away if you live in florida where it's largely sand you do have a different set of issues because the sand again is extremely porous and sometimes the water just runs out what you know runs really right away. it'll run way south of your it'll go way into the ground i mean way 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 down into the ground just depends where you live that brings up one other issue and that's the water table too so if you have a water table that is close to the surface you're basically in big trouble you need to build a surface built house because if your water table is within, you know, if, if your water table is above your foundation, you're going to have water there constantly. Right, John? Uh, absolutely. And that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah. Um, and, and we're not going to go on that <laughs> yeah, one. We're not going to get into we're that. We're not going to get into that one. That you, if you have that issue, you know it. 
already. And again, it's going to happen in low lying areas, um, you know, places where you have you'll have flooding and issues like that as well. So it's more than just it's not one we want to we want to talk about. One other thing that I found here on my at my house, John, when I built my patio, we actually had an aquifer as well that was in the ground. And so, folks, if you don't know what an aquifer is, there's it's it's kind of like, for lack of a better word, it's a natural underground channel of water. And when I cut into this to to put the footer in for my um, the foundations on my my patio that I built, um, I hit this aquifer. And literally, as I cut the dirt, I was watching water run out. I mean, literally run out. And so that is a different thing. And I'm not going to get into how you fix that because that just takes hours and hours and hours. And it, it might require more skill than the average kind of person that can can do but do be aware that this does happen that sometimes there are natural waterways underground that you just don't know are there and that water will move through them so anyway back to my example first thing we did with with this to stop some of the water from getting into his crawl space in this particular house is we just graded up the edges of the house and i will tell you that that fixed his problem straight away that was the root cause of where his water was in his mm. in his uh, thing. We at the same time while we did that, I was telling you that that the water line comes off your roof, and if you think about your roof, it's a giant catch basin for water during the rain, and the water will run down it, and hopefully it runs into your gutters. If it doesn't, it runs over the edge, and then it's within a foot or so of the house, and then you better make sure your grade is away from your house. But if it runs into the gutters, make sure your gutters are, John, clean, cleaned up. Yep. Cleaned up and things are running away. Yep. And that they're actually pitched properly and that the water runs into the downspout, right? That's right. Because many times the water is, if it, if it wasn't installed properly or it sagged through time, which does happen, Mm -hmm. um, then uh, your water will not run off and away from your house like it's supposed to. Now, I said, too, that his, two of his downspouts actually just dropped water down off the edge. Now, in Georgia in clay soils that's a big no-no you want to run it a good couple of feet out off the house and I would tell you probably run it a couple of feet Every, out off everybody's the house. got Everywhere. this issue too yep. yeah yeah get it away from, from the house get it get away it from away. the house so yep. so we took and actually dug in we dug in some pipe and we 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 because we were doing it quote for hire, we didn't want to just lay anything on the surface. So we tended we had a plan to move all of this water underground and we did that so that Again, with clay soils, if you get it underground, that's where it stays. It doesn't come very rarely comes bubbling out. So that was that solved the problems on house number one. Okay, on mm-hmm. house number two, where the water was coming through, we had two uh, separate issues. One is he actually had concrete. He had concrete um, pads that were graded properly within two feet of the house, which I didn't realize they were covered with mulch. And I got in to actually go dig a gutter in that he had there. And I went, Dink! and I had concrete. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, so somebody actually at one time in the life of the house, and it was not my particular customer, but it was somebody in the past in the house had taken and put a two, about a two foot uh, layer of just surface concrete, and they had graded it down away from the house, which was really actually really, really nice because mm-hmm. when you covered it with mulch, you didn't even see it. It was really nice. So he wasn't getting water infiltration from there, but what he was getting water infiltration from was his gutters. His gutters were just dumping onto that concrete, and actually he had a little back channel up underneath, and so we then piped all of that stuff out and away, and he had a drainage ditch off to the side of his property. We actually piped that, all of that off into the drainage ditch. So we, we dug underground pitches 
inches, and we put we put in four inch um, Schedule Twenty PVC pipe instead of corrugated. And so, folks, there's two kinds of underground pipe. There's a Schedule Twenty, which is very similarly priced. It's a smooth board pipe that just basically handles water a little better than the black corrugated pipe. The corrugated pipe is easier to handle because you can kind of bend it and move it. Um, but if you're going to deal with larger quantities of water, a smooth bore is, is generally better. Plus it doesn't catch dirt and, and clog and things no, like that's, that. Yeah, that's the thing. So, you know, once again, I'll, I'll, for anybody out there listening, you know, free folks out there that are listening to this is that, you know, when you're, when you're, when Larry's talking about these kind of things is that if you, if you do have this kind of water infiltration, um, as he's going through this, you know, kind of think about your, you know, your house, your situation of um, of what we're saying here, so that you can mitigate the water coming into your home. Yeah. Because you know, I think you're taking away a couple things right here. Is that you know the grade has to be away from the house, <clears throat> and um, you know the, you just have to keep that water off when it's running off your roof away from the house. Away from the house. Know? Yep. And. And, um, you know, that's going to that's going to do probably what what Larry about 85 to 90 percent of the issues of uh, of water coming into your into your house, into your basement or into your crawl spots. Absolutely. That's going to catch probably. Yeah, probably 85 percent plus is going to take care of it right there. And those things, folks, are simple. You can have a basement. I mean, I was I was cruising around on Facebook this morning and a guy's like, I've got a crack in my foundation wall and I'm going to put you know, I'm going to try to patch it from the inside out. And John, you said something earlier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not, yeah, that's not gonna, that's not gonna work. Cause the water, no, the, you, you, you might be doing that, but the water doesn't care. <laughs> the water does because not care. You, you know, I have dealt with this in the past, um, you know, in the subterranean basement, uh, you know, in Chicago and, uh, you know, <clears throat> that it had a crack. We had cracks in the, in the foundation and, there was nothing we could do until you actually got to the outside and fixed it from the outside. Um, so, you know, you might think you're doing something, but you're not doing it. You're not. Yeah. You're not. And there's all kinds of things that you can do. You can kind of, you know, just say, Hey, I'm, I mean, there's all kinds of things we can talk about here from actually burying pipe inside your, inside your basement floor to move the water into a, some pump type of thing, but you know, any aside from that, um, you know, yeah, we're just we're just kind of presenting yeah. the 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 simple the, the Occam's short, razor the short the answers simple. the short answers yeah. to troubleshooting some of this some of this water issue. We, you know, we've we have uh, discussed some of this before, but you know, it's just really thinking this out and right. like Larry said, you know, kind of think like water. You know, just look like you know look look at it to to where you think that this that the water would move, right. And, and, and it, then you'd be surprised where where you where it takes you from there. Yeah, and it takes you to really to really interesting places, uh, you know. No, I, I'll I'll tell you I'll share a short story of uh, you know what happened to me in uh, in Chicago, Larry. Is that my my parents and they had a crack in their basement, and the water was coming in, you know, every time it rained. So, I mean, this happened year over year for years and years and years. And he had this thing fixed, and my dad had this thing fixed and everything. But the, I, I walked it off. I measured it off in the basement. I went outside, and I walked it off. And guess what? Guess where the crack was? Right underneath the, uh, the, the downspout. Oh, there you go. Problem solved. And as, soon, and as soon as I put a, an extension on the downspout, it stopped. Yep. Yeah, and, and, and folks, that's one of the things is it's, it's called Occam's Razor, right, John? Occam's Razor is that yeah. the simplest answer usually is the answer. 
right? Yeah. You can you can way overcomplicate stuff. And many, exactly. many times, particularly in water with water drainage, like most of the time it's just if you think like water and you look at water and you see where it goes, you can probably fix the problem relatively simply. I mean, moving dirt is not a difficult fix. It's a lot of hard work, but it's not, you know, if you're moving a lot of dirt, it's but it's not a difficult fix, right? It's not like a, you don't need an engineering degree to move dirt and make an apron on your house that's a foot wide that's higher pitched than the dirt around right. it, right? I mean, this is not rocket science. This does not require a degree. It's just yeah. something that it's observational. You just need to be away. And and again, it's an amazing thing. So I wanted to. I did want to talk about one thing. I did say now. Now the one customer, one customer with the the water running through his yard. We dug trenches. We dug a trench, and we actually put all of this piping underground. The one customer had, that had the lakes in the center of the yard. We then put a catch basin in the center of his yard. So a catch basin is basically a box that it's a box with a grate on the top with uh, an inlet and an outlet. And we hooked the pipe into the inlet and then on the outlet and we took the water in. And as the water came into the yard, it flowed down into the box and then went into the pipe and went downstream. And you, uh, you can get those at the big box stores, the catch basins. It's amazing how much water you can get off and control because then you then pipe it off and away from yeah. the source of the leak. And again, it, a lot of people will do this under a downspout or any place that you have a low point in the yard where water will collect. You can, you can without having to truck in, you know, a 10 wheeler load full of dirt to change the grade, you just add a down, you add a catch basin and the water goes, it basically goes underground at that point. So I did want to throw that in there. And so we did that. Yeah. So, so this is, you know, when you're talking about this, this is a, this is a case of having, having uh you know, a lake starting to form in your backyard, <laughs> you know, right. Oh and, yeah. And, and he had and, a lake. And this is, and <clears throat> so where we've gone here is we've, we've mitigated water. We've, we've taken a, We've taken a grade away from the house, and now it's got to you know now we got to move the water from a uh, retention in a backyard or a front yard, and then that, that's what you did here, right? Right. You were yep. you you laid in some some smooth pipe, and I I like the smooth pipe because it doesn't get clogged up like you mentioned, right? Like a like the black pipe does, and you know you put a you put it, and I know that you were gonna, you're probably going to talk about this, but we you put a pretty decent run on that on that smooth pipe with that catch basin, um, I think, you know, that you probably got this, this thing, uh, you, you got this thing done. I keep waiting like, for it to rain really hard. So yeah, I can call no, the customer. No, <laughs> yeah, so now it won't rain. I of course. Money back. Yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> oh yeah. We had, we had plenty of pitch on this yard. Like actually we were looking at the pit. I say we, cause I had a, 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 a contractor friend of mine who actually had a back, a small backhoe on a tractor when we dug this thing. And, um, we were looking at the pitch and I'm like, we're, we get done, and I'm like, he's going to have water running out of here at like 400 yeah. miles an hour. I mean, we were going because yeah. the pitch across the yard was probably, the yard was probably what, well, we put in about 90 feet of pipe. And I would have to say that the pitch, pitch meaning from the high side to the low side, how, how much vertical there was, is probably 12 feet. So, I mean, yeah. it's going to scream coming out yeah. of there. I mean, yeah. the water is going to just yeah. scream uh, coming but, out of there. So, it, yeah, that's a, but that, that sounds like a great, that sounds like a great fix to, to, to this specific issue, you know, um, get dry up that backyard. Yeah. You oh, know? it's going to dry. You gotta have up. that yeah. backyard. You know, I've got a buddy of mine 
that just went through this and he got he's, he, I don't think they did enough to to mitigate it and he's you know and it's still wet. Yeah. Um yep. so you know you really have to um think this thing through, you know, when when we're talking about troubleshooting is really think this thing through and do what you need to uh what you really need to do to have a good result out of it. Yeah, and think backwards. Go up, you know, I, we talk about it. I don't want to I don't want to confuse going upstream with the fact that we're talking about water, but go backwards in the chain of events as well. I don't care what you're troubleshooting. Oftentimes, John, we we were talking about uh, we actually were talking about a little aviation and and uh, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about Airbus's redesigning their console on the airplanes because pilots are doing what, John? They're Drinking coffee on the console, spilling yeah, spilling coffee on the A three fifty center center console, and it's shutting down the engines. Uh, shutting down one of the engines so far yeah. hasn't happened to more than one. Yeah, but uh, what what you that know we know of yeah that we know of yeah really let's hope it stays that way. But what what uh, the reason that I mention that is is that that's a, between the the design issue there has nothing to do with the panel or the electronics. It has everything to do with a cup holder. And the investigation into why these things are happening is is that the cup holder isn't big enough to hold the guy's cups of coffee. So they're going to redesign. Yeah, so they use the center console as a tray. So they use the center console as a tray. So but, they're going to redesign the cup holder and and change yeah, change some yeah. of the ergonomics on it. And lo and behold, that problem's going to go away yeah. from something totally unrelated to the actual electronics of the of the airplane, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the same thing that happens in your in your house. It happens in your car. Um, it can happen in, you know, you can have something in your car that happens in the back end of your car and you don't understand why your lights don't work now. Right, John? I mean, you've been there, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yep. And we're going to talk about some of this stuff in some upcoming uh, shows on the troubleshooting electronics, electro, electrical and things like that. But uh, but you're right. I mean, it's it's these kind of things that uh, <clears throat> it's it's small things a lot of times that can, uh, can trip you up. Yes, and 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 it's and it's not obvious. So exactly, John. Didn't the last time you took a spaceship apart? Didn't you find something like that? Well, Larry, um, you know, he was uh, he was actually out uh, troubleshooting his trailer hitch. Really? <laughs> yep. The lights wouldn't work. <laughs> We've all been there, haven't we? Oh, yes, we have. Yes, we have. Well, folks, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send us an email. That's questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. You can go to our website and leave us a voice message. Um, That's at handymanprosradioshow.com. You can join our Facebook group at Handyman Pros, or you can follow us on Twitter at Handyman Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this podcast and have derived some value from it, here's four things you can do. One, tell your friends about this podcast. Two, hit subscribe on your podcast player. While you're there, leave us a review. Three, subscribe to our newsletter by going to handymanprosradioshow.com and click on the subscribe button. We'll inform you of upcoming events, shows, and give you actionable tips for maintaining your home and property. And four, send us an email with your questions to questions at handymanprosradioshow.com. That's handymanprosradioshow.com. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Handyman Pros Radio Show.